0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On yesterday's show, we talked about the proliferation of hotel brands. And on today's show, we're talking about what's happening in the hotel market in New York City. More and more New York City hotels are defaulting on their mortgages, succumbing to a crush of new supply and rising expenses. A surge in new development has put pressure on room rates while short-term rental listing sites like Airbnb have also put a dent in hotel market share. New York's average daily room rate fell to $255 last year, according to hospitality research firm Astaire Global. That's down from $271 in 2014, and the lowest figure since 2013. Continued construction boom could push these numbers even further. There's over 22,000 new hotel rooms under construction, or in planning, according to the folks at SDR. Here's a few examples. $98 million financing package for two Manhattan hotels has sunk into default, and as it turns out, I've stayed at one of these hotels. The debt, which dates back to 2014, is secured by two Midtown hotels. It's 148-room Hampton Inn in Midtown Manhattan, and 135-room Holiday Inn Express on the west side on 36th Street. When Cantor Commercial Real Estate originated the five-year interest-only debt five years ago, the income at the Hampton Inn covered the debt service requirements by a factor of two to one. But by June of last year, that number had declined to 1.28. Revenue at the hotels has held more or less steady over the course of the loan, rising from $21.7 million to $21.9 million. But the expenses have grown significantly. They're up 15% over the same period, from $12.6 million at the time of origination of the loan to $14.5 million this past summer. And that's why these hotels are having so much trouble. Otherwise, the performance has been strong. As of the midpoint in 2019, the Hampton Inn's occupancy was at 92.3%, and the hotel was earning an average daily rate of $224.65 a night. Earlier in 2019, the owners of the Nomad Hotel, a luxury independent property located near Madison Square Park, defaulted on about $140 million of debt. The property was in jeopardy going to foreclosure last June amid conflicts between the partners who own the property, and at the eleventh hour the partners came together to save the property. Since twenty fifteen, the hotel's gross revenue climbed two and a half million a year on average, the assets net operating income increased by an average of over a million a year over that same time period. It's one of the strongest performing hotels in the independent boutique sector. The property is built on a ground lease, and it seems that the landowner was unhappy with the terms of the ground lease. They moved to terminate the lease by arguing the hotel owner was in breach of the terms of the lease. One of the issues cited in the court filing is that the operator had multiple municipal code violations. It's laughable when you seek to terminate a 99-year ground lease because of reasons like, among other things, a New York City Department of Sanitation violation 2010 that they didn't sort the recycling property. There was metal, glass, plastic, and paper all mixed together. Nonetheless, the owner of the property had to go to court, submit evidence that the sanitation complaints had been rectified. The whole thing looks like an attempt to extort better terms from the hotel owners for the benefit of the ground leaseholder. More recently, the old Milford Plaza Hotel in Times Square has run into trouble. I've stayed at this hotel many times myself. This 1,331-room hotel has been renamed the Rowe Hotel. The property is in default on a loan package that had a principal balance of $260 million. The investment firm Rockport Group and Highgate Hotels bought the property back in 2010. They later sold the retail space and the land underneath the building, but they kept control of the hotel rooms under a long-term ground lease. According to a report in the Wall Street Journal, the loan could sell for as little as $50 million. The debt, which is secured by long-term lease on the hotel rooms, has been in default since 2018 because income from the rooms isn't enough to cover debt payments and rising expenses. That's according to the Wall Street Journal report. Several other hotel owners have run into similar trouble. In June, a lender filed to foreclose on a hotel in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, over a defaulted $68 million loan. And in December, a group of international lenders tried to foreclose on another Times Square hotel that was valued once at $2.4 billion. Last month, the owner of the Blakely Hotel in Midtown Manhattan said he would shut it down, citing stiff competition. And this month, a lender filed to foreclose on the former Hotel Americano, which in December was rebranded as the Salina Chelsea. As of this month, at least 21 mortgages backed by New York City hotels are on a watch list for potential difficulties. And frankly, in my opinion, this comes down to one simple factor. Investors have been assigning valuations that are too high for the nightly rate that these hotels can deliver. Just like in multifamily apartments, single-family homes, if you're going to be investing in hotels, you've got to make sure that your valuations make sense. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.